Welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Conversations with business expert authors to learn about the author, their expertise, and to help you find your next read. And now, here's your host, best-selling author and CEO of Influence Network Media, Jody Brandsetter. Mallory, welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. I am so excited to talk about your book, Intentional HR. But before we dive into the book, tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. I am an HR consultant and I'm also the CEO and founder of Heron HR, which is a human resources outsourcing company. And I've been in HR for almost 20 years. And what I do is I really work with small to mid-sized businesses measured in, in headcount not revenue, to really establish the foundation and the structure of their HR function, and then take steps to optimize the HR function so that, you know, from a people standpoint, things are operating the way they need to in order to further the business, uh, their strategic objectives. So when you talk about headcount, because I talk about that too, when people ask me what I do. So what kind of headcount do you look for? Like what size as far as employees for your ideal customer? Sure. We work with anywhere from startups that really have maybe two people <laughs> from the get-go all the way up to maybe six, 700. But our, our sweet spot is primarily going to be closer to anywhere from 10 to 150 employees. Okay, great. Why did you decide to be an entrepreneur? What, what triggered you to, to go this route? I'm really passionate and nerdy about HR. I love it. And I have found that I have the ability to really make an impact and a difference in small and mid-sized businesses because my personal goal is to create some amazing workplaces, great work environments where individuals can really thrive. They have a place to go to where they are set up for success. They are valued and respected and they have a path in front of them to really achieve greatness. And in creating that, I'm also able to move the needle forward for other entrepreneurs and business owners. So it's a long story kind of why I got into it, but it's it's an area that I'm very passionate about. And since I've been in this field for so long, and I was a, a consultant prior to starting my own company as well, I really wanted to create my own company to, to hone in on the areas where I felt we had the biggest impact. So what I heard is kind of almost like the title of your book, being intentional intentional and building that environment um, that works well for employees. So tell me, you know, why did you decide to become an author and, and write your book? Well, I had noticed throughout my career that there are two issues going on that, that's really preventing a lot of people from having this amazing workplace and this amazing impact in a positive way to an organization's bottom line, too, if you're really paying attention to HR strategy. So we have this very old school perception from a lot of executives of the HR function, and it's really rooted in this personnel department that is very just administrative in nature. You're, you're making sure that people get paid and that things are compliant, and maybe you plan a party or two which HR is so much more than that. And it, it does make a, a big, big difference. There's been a ton of research done on this. And we have been told since really the mid nineties, HR should be a strategic partner, but many leadership teams aren't quite uh, bringing HR along at that level. And I've also noticed in working with other HR professionals that they're kind of getting in their own way. They, they'll say, yeah, I want that seat at the table, but they're not necessarily taking the steps to be a key strategic player, even without, you know, 
that kind of a, a formal invitation, if you will. There are definitely things you can do to bolster your HR function to be operating at that level. And so I thought, why not kind of put all of this into one format, this book, and put it out there. And then that way it can help not only people at the top outside of HR to really understand the strategic nature of the function, but also those within HR to get where they really want to be. But it's really difficult to change your mindset. So it's changing two different mindsets there. The executives to see HR in a different light, but also HR to see themselves in a different light. What are maybe one or two tips that you would give to the C-level to help them bring HR up? And then maybe one or two tips the HR person for them to see themselves as the person who should go up and be more strategic and have that seat at the table. Sure. So I've laid it out in the book for executives to see, you know, I would tell them, do your research. There is a profound impact to employee engagement, productivity, and then of course, revenue in a positive way when you're being intentional about HR. In addition to that, it helps your employer branding. It helps you attract and retain top talent, helps your uh, employer brand in the social sphere from a corporate social responsibility perspective, especially if we start talking about, you know, expanding your talent pool to different uh, sources where, you know, people that perhaps traditionally have employment barriers things like that. There's, there's so much data out there, so much about not only is it, you know, the fuzzy feel good thing to do to care about your culture, care about your people and to really be intentional with HR, but from a financial aspect, um, from a strategic standpoint on achieving results, there's a, there's a very big impact, whether you're doing it or you're ignoring it. So I would encourage them to do their research. And then for an HR professional that really wants to change that mindset, it's, there's a lot of different things that they can do. Two things that are pretty big that I would recommend are number one, starting to challenge the way in which you view yourself which could sound a little hokey, I get, but it really does make a difference. You know, we are what we think. If you are constantly thinking, I'm not good enough, I'm not being strategic, I don't understand, then you're going to keep yourself at that level. When you start shifting that thinking to, I can make a difference, I'm going to be a strategic player, I am a strategic player here. It really prompts you to take next steps kind of automatically where you start assessing where are my own gaps in my knowledge and my skills. And then, okay, well, now that I know where these gaps are, here's where I'm going to go with it to remedy this situation. And then I would also recommend, especially for somebody that maybe they already have that ability, but they're just not able to implement that in their work is to mark out time for strategic thinking, strategic planning, all of those kind of activities that go along with, with operating at that level. People in HR get very bogged down with very critical items, the actions that we have to take, for example, payroll, people very upset if they don't get paid, right? <laughs> so it's important, but with the fires that have to be put out and the compliance items that have to be taken care of in the day-to-day -day of it, it can be very easy to let the strategic activities fall off the calendar or to just not be spending enough time kind of in that mind space. So really carving time out for that and being intentional even about that is a, a huge help. Yeah, and I think we also have some tools now that can help with some of those administrative functions so that HR is able to get out there more and, and be in front of the employees. 
But I, I also know that being an HR professional, sometimes it's really hard to physically leave the HR department and go out there because you get the, the looks, the stares, the, oh my gosh, is she here to fire me kind of mentality. Any tips on kind of changing that part of the work environment where employees feel more comfortable seeing HR out and about? Yes, it's twofold, especially because, you know, if we're talking about small to mid-sized businesses, number one, outsource what you can to automate things, get a really great, robust technology system, get professionals that can handle the payroll for you, that whole shebang, so that you can spend more time on the strategic items and FaceTime with the employees. And with today's virtual environment or hybrid environment too, it doesn't always have to be in person, but one of the best things that an HR professional can do is that person-to-person face time so that they see you, they interact with you, they get to know you outside of, well, I have to take a corrective action. I have to terminate somebody. I have to give some sort of bad news. If that is the only time that your workforce is aware of you and your presence and what you do, you know, if it's my onboarding and my offboarding, those are the only times HR is involved. That's a big problem. And in order to really keep a pulse on what's going on in the business, you have to have that rapport with the people. You you need to have them feel comfortable coming to you. And so really getting out there, automate what you can, outsource what you can so that you can spend time on, on what's really important. I'm sure when you were writing this book, part of the importancy was actually writing the book, the whole journey of writing. So tell me, you know, let's talk a little bit more about that process. What, what did you learn about yourself? Like, what are some takeaways or some, you know, maybe even tips that you would give a a future author now that you are an author? Oh, that's a really good question. I learned that I am more sensitive than I would have guessed about editors going through my drafts and uh, telling me, Hey, you know, consider changing this. And it was all great. Um, But I I guess I took it a little personally up front. Uh, So that was, that was hard to to realize, okay, we're on the same team here. So this isn't an attack. I needed to understand that they're trying to help me make the best book possible for, you know, a very wide audience um, of HR professionals and and, uh, business leaders. And then I also, I would say for anyone that is thinking about writing a book, You really have to prepare yourself for both the time commitment. I mean, we're talking 16 hours or more a week, depending on how fast you want to get it knocked out. And the emotional roller coaster that you go on through this creative process, especially if you're not really a creative type, it is surprising and there are a lot of ups and downs, you know, you might knock out a chapter and be riding a high, like, oh man, yeah, that was a really good one. It's awesome. And then the next day have a a block and think I am terrible and I can't do this. I can't even think of what to say. And that's going to happen ups and downs like that through the entire process. I just remember by the end of my first book, I was just exhausted from reading my book. I felt like I was sleeping with my book. I mean, it was just so much. Yeah, it can definitely be a a, um, very emotional roller coaster. But 
so worth it at the end. Um, so what have been some successes you've seen since, you know, getting your book out there um, in December of last year? Well, I've already for years been speaking at conferences and, and things of that nature, but I have gotten more requests to come speak at conferences and to come do book signings. Of course, I didn't have a book to sign before, but now I do. Um, I've also been asked to come on more podcasts, radio shows, that sort of thing. Um, and I've gotten more business, which isn't necessarily, you know, why I wrote the book, but hey, that is a nice, positive consequence. Yeah, I think it's that being able to share your voice with more people, they get to learn more about Mallory, and now they know kind of what Mallory stands for. And so, yeah, they're going to want to potentially talk to you about you helping them just as much as hopefully that book helped them with other pieces as well. So I, I do, I feel like it's this, the book serves the audience, it serves you, but then also serves those potential customers or clients down the road as well. Absolutely. And a lot of students too, which is kind of neat. I've been asked to come speak at some colleges. Um, wasn't really expecting that, but I'm just tickled by it. And, and I love interacting with the, the students too, and that are interested in HR careers. Yeah, I just did that too. And I just had this humbling moment where I gifted my book to, to the whole class that I spoke with. And I had a message through LinkedIn from one of the students saying that they were using my book for their senior project. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's real. Like it's really working. And I was just, I mean, those, yes, that is so amazing to see that those future generations are, are, are learning from us and hopefully going to build even better either hiring process for me or more intentional HR departments. Mallory, I, we, I already knew that I was going to have fun talking to you because we've already talked before, but this has been great getting to chat with you more about the book and about what you do and would love to help you connect with the audience. Um, what are the best ways for, for them to connect with you and how should they buy your book? I think the best way to connect with me is probably to follow me on LinkedIn, Mallory Heron, or someone can always send me an email, info at heronhr.com. And as far as buying the book, it's pretty much anywhere that you like to buy books. Uh, Amazon, we all, Amazon everything these days, don't we? It's available there and there's an ebook format and a paperback. It's also available at walmart.com, Barnes and Noble, pretty much, I mean, it's, it's out there. <laughs> So I will make sure I put those links out for the audience through the episode notes. But Mallory, thank you so much for being a part of the Booksmarts Business Podcast. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Booksmarts Business Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show and share this episode with a friend. In the meantime, join our business author community where you can connect with other business authors and learn about becoming an author at authors.influencenetworkmedia.com. Until next time.